0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to write? Do you want to learn what it takes to create a writing career? Then tune in and take notes because on Simply Write, we talk about the writer's craft and the qualities and quirks of living a writer's life. Let's go! Hello and welcome to Simply Write with Polly. This is the show where we talk about crafting a writing career and living the writer's life. And that requires some planning and development. Now, one of the challenges I encounter pretty regularly in my writing business is balancing. Balancing the creation of the work that I have going on now, the things that are coming due, the things I want to write. uh, And revise and invoicing and all that stuff with planning and development for the stuff to come, for the pieces to come. Because when I am writing a piece right now, I'm gonna turn that thing in and hopefully get paid And then I'm going to have like nothing on my docket, and that means no income coming in. So it's always a balance between the writing and the pitching and development to have things to write. So you get a steady stream of income coming in and some really interesting stuff to work on. So we're going to talk about that. I take a development day. I do this in stages, a couple hours throughout the week, every week. But A couple times a year, I'll take a full day and really plan this out, get some structure and ideas ready for the months and the years ahead so that I can keep a consistent revenue stream coming in. took me a while to figure this out in my career, but I'm going to share with you what I learned today in the hopes that it might support you and your career too. If it works, great, use it. Otherwise, just make sure you're investing some of your time in development, for future work, as well as getting the stuff done that you have coming due now. We'll talk more about this right after the daily. Okay, so today, what does the schedule of a working writer look like? You know, it's all different. We all have our own processes and our own times that we write best, family things we need to uh, manage and help with. And and my day is all of that today. I uh, ran my daughter to school she has her driver's license, but no car, and we are about to finish our junior year in high school. Thank goodness. Can summer break not come? I mean, we are the last ones in school, so we're running around doing some school things. I'm picking up something for uh, my dad for Father's Day. I am going to put in some serious time into a, my book, my novel, I want to spend a couple of hours really pushing through a couple of things. And I don't feel excited about that today. I feel tired about that today when I think of it. But I have certain timeline that I established. Nobody's waiting for the book yet. But it's certain timeline for me of when I want to get through this. And I'm I'm behind. And I want to keep up on this. This is something that's important to me. So I need to put in some time there. And last weekend, I started developing another idea. Crazy. I do not... I do not want to develop another idea right now, but there's something that came up, and I just started jotting notes about it, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it, so I'm going to go back and look at that, those notes. It's really kind of an outline, but not like your English school outline. It's just lines here and there about the characters and certain things I would like to see in the book, and I'm going to go look at that today and see if it has any legs and see how I feel about it today, because I felt pretty pumped up about it last weekend, but If it's something I'm going to move forward, I need to build that into my development schedule and um, see where I'm at with that. So lots of writing-centered work today. I will be sending out, as soon as we end the taping here, some emails to potential guests for the show and for my other show, Simply Said. And uh, that, t- that show takes a lot of correspondence because I, I really like to hand pick the people on the show so that they bring value to, to us, right? So that they have different things to talk about and that they're fun and engaging people. And I think so far we've done a good job of that, but I like to be part of that process. So um, that's another thing I'll be doing today and that should fill up my day. That should do it. All right, time to talk about development and growth and how to keep the projects in the queue, in the line, right? So we have something to work on and that keeps our revenue coming in. This is what it takes. You will be working on stuff now that are due in a week or two or a month or whatever it is, right? But once you turn that project in, payment is not immediate. Sometimes you'll get paid within a couple of weeks. If you're working on a corporate project, you might be on their monthly payroll. Uh, That can be a good situation. But when you're working and writing articles for magazines, when you're working on a book, uh, you're going to be waiting for royalties to come in. You'll wait a month or two for those checks to come in. Um, from some of those magazines, from some of those websites, and some of the custom publications too. It can happen. I've been paid within a couple of days on some that go to direct deposit. And I've also had to wait for months on others and chase that money down. So as a working writer, you want to make sure, number one, you have stuff coming up to work on right that you have stuff planned and scheduled and deadlines in the future so that you know you're going to be turning in work regularly every month or every week and have and that means income coming in throughout the year that takes planning the stuff I'm working on right now I will be paid for within a couple of months at the most I would I would expect but before I'm paid for this work that I'm going to turn in this week I will have you know done four or five other things in the process and then a lot of the stuff i'm doing now like working on the podcasts and the books i have out there including my newest you recharged those will now pay in royalties i got paid advances for those books um and you, for an advance, you get paid when you sign the initial contract, and when a portion of the manuscript is turned in, and then at the end, when the rest of the manuscript turned in, that's usually pretty typical. I've had a couple of deals that were slightly different than that, but then that advance, which is usually not super big, is, you know, comes to you over several months, and then from there on out, you'll get royalties after the money from the advance, so if your advance is five thousand or ten thousand dollars, which is becoming more typical now, um, you need your book to earn out that five or ten thousand dollars. And only then will you start getting royalties. And royalties are generally paid quarterly. So my books have earned out, which is great, which means I I got the money for the advance, then I sold enough books where I'm now getting royalties. And some of those royalties are you know, $0.34, cents, I think, was one, and hundreds of dollars. It, it, it depends. But they come quarterly. So it takes a long time to see that money. I don't build my income stream around those. That is stuff that I know is coming in and great. But my other uh, income comes from publishing with with custom publishers, working with corporate clients, uh, magazine inner when I say magazine I also mean the online publications content marketing writing those kind of things right so there's a constant slew of assignments coming in and that means a more regular paycheck for me so how do you set that up well it takes planning you heard Jen Singer said a couple of weeks ago when she was on the podcast and she's a career freelancer and we get paid when the project is done and hopefully sooner rather than later but to make it in this profession as a freelancer or as a published writer I need to cobble together a bunch of different assignments plus it's more interesting I like to do different things I like to write speeches and I like to work on the novel and I like to do the podcasts and and the articles and the blogs right those things all offer bits of income but to cobble together uh Revenue stream that can support me and my financial needs as a writer Then I've got to have a lot going on and it's important that you keep those straight because Deadlines I think are really important. I've gotten jobs just because I'm super reliable I will turn in my stuff on time or early. They don't have to wait for it And I also am super organized so I can meet my deadlines But also be constantly getting new pitches out there so that uh, hopefully I'm assigned new work um, and, and have a regular income stream. All right, so that means you have to have a lot of things in the work because payment can be months away and so can the next assignment. You know, in in episode 130, Jen Singer was talking about it, the importance of planning. But planning and development is something you've got to think about right now while you are working on the stuff that is due this week or next week, right? If you're going to create a career as a writer, you need to also have a savings account because there are months when that income is gonna be slow to arrive. In the olden days, I was running to the mailbox and hoping the check would be there. Um, And sometimes I still am, but a lot of that is done direct deposit for me now. So that's cool too. So how do you fit in the development and planning stage around the writing that you're already doing? Um, I love this part. It's like fitting together a puzzle. And when I became more serious about it, I become a much more successful writer, meaning I publish more often and I made more money. And I didn't do this in the beginning. I had to learn as I went. So I'm I'm urging you to think about this now because I think it'll make your life a lot easier. For me, this whole development process starts when I'm out and about. I can always carry a notebook with... I imagine you do too, right? I I like my pens, I like my little notebook, and I'm always making notes about something. So if I'm waiting for a friend at a restaurant or something like that, I will pull out my notebook and I'll start jotting ideas down for the work that I wanna do. This is story ideas, things I've noticed during the day, or quirks of characters that might show up in my fiction, uh, I pose questions, something that occurred to me or a problem I heard about that others might be having. And I just real loosely jot things about as I go through my life. Because often, if they're showing up in my life, if I have a curiosity or a problem with a certain issue or thing, I'm assuming someone else does too. And that could be an article idea or an essay. And that's something I can write and so, And so I'm always just keeping a notebook full of those ideas. And I also do this with potential clients, people or corporations I want to work with. Last night I was doing a search for um, the book I'm working on and I came across a a client that I thought might be a good match for my skills, perhaps I could help them, and I jotted that name down. Somebody I want to, a a business I want to investigate a little more to see if I want to send a letter of introduction to them or something along those lines. So as I've gotten older in my career, I've gotten a little more finicky about who I want to work with. I want to work with conscientious people. And it's handy if our values align, because it makes the work easier. Now, that doesn't always happen. It doesn't have to happen. But it's more successful and more fun when you like the people who you're working with. So I look into corporations or clients that that I, I like products that I like to use or people that I like to be around to see if, if that might be a good business venture for both of us. And I write all that down in my notebook. Article ideas, podcast ideas, markets, websites, uh, whatever. Wherever I, I think would be interesting. And... Each week, I'll start thinking about those, and I may do a quick search or some research and put together a quick pitch and send that out. I might send out an LOI, letter of introduction to a new business um, or client, or I might ask for a referral from a writer friend I know who knows this person, whatever it is. So development goes on all week long as you're doing other things isn't something you do once in a while you need to be getting pitches out regularly every week or developing new ideas to talk to your agent or publisher about or whatever it is right that should be part of your constant process but i also set a morning about once a month only for development Uh, I like this time. I get excited about it and I'll plan it out like any other appointment. And during that morning, I will be strictly focused on my platform development for my social media and so forth and my work. That means looking at updates on my website, uh, organizing and planning newsletters, future and otherwise, updating bios or other materials that I need to have to keep my name circulating to continue to build my writing platform. But during that morning, I'll also look at clients that I'm very serious about, or projects that I wanna pursue, or pitches that I wanna get out. I will look at the timeliness nature. Is there something that's happening now that fits one of the ideas I'm interested in developing that I need to get to right away? And then I'll put that on my to-do list for that afternoon or the following week. This is a way to make sure that uh, I'm not only meeting my existing deadlines, but also creating a funnel for workflow. So I have things out there that could turn into income streams, projects I get to develop in the future. And then, on those projects and directions that I decide to pursue, I'll put that on my editorial calendar. Now, we've talked about this before, and I keep an updated editorial calendar of things coming due, of pitches that are out that I may want to follow up on, invoicing, uh, because it's important to keep track of the work you've completed, the invoices you've sent out, and when you need to follow up. So that's the kind of stuff I, I you know, have the bookwork for the invoices I've sent out. But on my calendar, on my I mark when I need to follow up with those business to make sure that the check is on its way. So my editorial calendar not only has dates for the publications I want to hit based on the timing of their editorial needs, but I also put the dates on it when I want to get my new pitches out, timelines for the novel i'm working on i mentioned today that i'm behind a little bit from where i need to be that's because i looked at my editorial calendar my planning document that shows oh at this point i wanted to be this far along in the book and i'm not that's where i need to give my development attention to today is writing more on that novel revising actually is is what i'm doing now um And all that feeds into this document so that when I'm going through my work the following week and I'm dealing with the deadlines of things I have to do immediately, I can look at that document and see whether I'm on track and also look for the future planning. If I have a little block of time when I finish one assignment, then I'll send out a pitch or a letter of introduction for the other thing that I... uh, Get, that I fit into the calendar on that morning usually I do this Friday morning Friday is my development writing day a lot of times so I'll spend the morning over my coffee planning out the things I want to deal with the next week and the month in advance and checking to make sure I'm updated on things and this is to me this is an inspiring time because I see all these projects I get excited about again and I'm actually actively moving them forward and once the pitch is out once the the manuscript is out or the letter is out you know it may receive a rejection which I'm fine with but it's also keeping the dream alive because once you get that out you're on to the next thing and When you're releasing work to the universe, I know this sounds a little woo-woo, but it it really works. When you're getting your stuff out there, you don't know where it's going to end up. But it may turn into a a great opportunity for you. And I'll tell you, you know, I've had book deals happen because I sent... uh, my blog out regularly on time even though there wasn't a set deadline I planned it around my development schedule and what I needed to do and it resulted in a book deal I have made plenty have gotten plenty of repeat work for magazines and websites because I turned in my stuff on time and I took feedback well so use this to create a professional structure to not only get the work you're working on now, get the articles and materials you're creating now out on time, but to develop more. And I'm going to share with you one other benefit of this kind of development calendar approach right after this break on Polly Simply Right, part of the creators network of Electrocast. We'll be right back. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And we are back. You're listening to Simply Right with Polly, the podcast where we talk about Crafting a Writing Career and Living the Writer's Life. And today we're talking all about development, how to keep up and generate new projects and uh, stable income streams while you're working on the projects that are come and due, right? While you're getting new stuff, new material out there every week. There are lots of ways of doing this. I think the most important thing is to remember to do it right? To plan ahead, to look over. Now, now I'm in the summer in the U.S. and summer, I'm taking several vacations. I'm going to not be behind the desk. And so, I am doing this development stuff now because when I come back... I want something to work on in August, right? And I want to know that I'm getting my material out now and the assignments that are due now, so I also have a paycheck while I'm gone. So planning a development calendar, an editorial calendar, To keep yourself on track with the assignments you want to pitch, the assignments you are pitching, and the assignments you have due is a way to ensure that you have constant work and constant revenue stream coming in. And one of the great benefits of that is then you can take a break. You can have a vacation, right? I look to make sure that every month has an assignment do a deadline due because when i turn that piece in it means that i will set myself up for some income every month and then i work ahead getting those pitch pitches out sending the assignments out now before i leave on vacation so that those checks are coming in the mail when i'm gone and i'm also sending out pitches now so that when i get back from vacation i will have work ready to work on to ensure that I'm not disrupting that workflow. So the summer schedule is kind of a little wonky with some publishers. Uh, People aren't in the office as much, but that doesn't stop me. I'm still sending out letters of introduction. I'm making a note to follow up on those if I don't hear from people. I'm in constant flux with this because I feel better and because sometimes it takes months and months. I've got an assignment a year later after after I sent a query out. So it can take months and months for anything to develop. That's why it's important to send out multiple pitches, multiple, make multiple contacts, network in different ways all month long, even in the summer. And so some of that can now be automated and set up ahead because that's the way to make a sustainable career right that's how we do it you know work every day without a paycheck coming in except once a year and it takes this kind of future planning to make sure that all those bases are covered you have assignments that are coming due pitches that are going out and checks that are coming in That's the way to do it. But like I said, I like to do the planning because this to me is inspiring. This is where the potential resides. This is where I get excited about projects. This is where I see opportunities where I didn't before. Sometimes I'll read something in the newspaper and it'll jog my memory and say, oh yeah, that's an idea I'm interested in. I'll bring that out now and put that on the calendar. And that's something to work toward and something to look forward to. So the challenge is to align the passion projects with the projects that also pay the big money because sometimes the things I'm working on aren't what I want to be working on in that moment, right? I love, I I mostly pick assignments I want to do now, but sometimes like today the book requires more attention and I want to go to that novel and so that's a balance because the novel may not ever sell, it's something that I'm doing because it's something I'm interested in doing. I care about it. It's a kind of writing fiction that I haven't done a whole lot. So I'm, I'm upgrading my skills and learning some new stuff. So the big challenge today is giving the attention, the novel needs and that I want to put to it today so I can continue to moving this project forward while also making sure I have enough pitches out there in the world and in the mix uh, that will yield some assignments that will pay me in the short run over the next couple of months. That's always the balance, a development calendar, which I call my editorial calendar, but it's the same thing for me. Everything goes on it, um, is the way to ensure that happens and that way you have the freedom to do both things you can chase the big projects that might not yield any financial results in the short run but they're important and fun and part of our continuing education as well as the projects that are fun to work on and those that will be published and paid for in the short run time for what's in the desk you know my favorite segment where we get to talk about our favorite office supplies and today what i've got in this desk is this brass I, I don't know if it's really brass, but it's brass colored binder clip. And you know, it's heavy and, and thick or wide. It can claw a bunch of papers together. I don't use staples and yet there are clusters. I'm still using paper in many respects. Like in my manuscript, when I print it out and read over it or a long project, long form project, I print it out. And then I will use a binder clip to tack it. Um, together instead of staples so it can easily flip through and I have these cool ones that look like a uh, uh, wire thin wire they're hollow instead of the black thick metal ones and I'm not sure the brand I know a brand called Kickerland K-I-K-K-E-R-L-A-N-D has these clips I'm going to put it in a picture of it in the column on Simply Write. So if you want to see what's in the desk, my binder clip today, I'll put a picture in there on uh, simplywrite.substack.com. And that's a way you could join our free community there and talk more about writing, leave comments, see what I'm up to. Um, I sometimes put in tip sheets, things I'm thinking about, but I'll put a picture of my binder clip in there if you're curious. And that's what's in the desk. All right, your assignment today is to think about your own development calendar. Now, you don't have to set it up like I have, which is, you know, an actual calendar on paper, and I also have one digitally. You could do a spreadsheet, a to do list, however you're going to do. But I think it's important to have a future planning log in your bullet journal or on the computer so you can see not only what's coming due this week, what you're working on today, how to spend your time now, but what you have coming ahead in the future. Then, if you look down the line and say, Oh, November, I don't have any assignments coming due. I need to get some pitches out now for November or August or whatever it is for you. It also can help you keep your timelines on track for the other projects and in, in longer form book work that you want to get out there. So, take a look at the articles or projects you've got going on. Take a look at the ideas you'd like to produce, the places you want to pitch, the clients you want to work with the letters of introduction LOIs that you want to get out and put them into a list some system that works for you so you not only know what's going on today but so you can see what's coming up and then fill those holes so you have regular income coming in that's your assignment for this week remember there's no one right or wrong way to create these things to plan and organize your writing calendar and schedule but if you want to create a sustainable career if you want to publish regularly and make a living and a life out of this then it's helpful to have these systems in place you can get both the work done and develop new work for the future and make some money doing it and as you go forward into the week remember the words of Peter F. Drucker unless commitment is made he says there are only promises and hopes but no plans. So sit down and make a plan. And then simply write. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electric Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time.